Welcome to the PDX Pet Connection Podcast. On today's episode, I have Janice Sandlin of Surf's Pup Doggy Lounge. Stay tuned to hear how Janice and her team use their mobile doggy lounge to take your pup to the spa, to run doggy errands, or to go on exciting pup ventures. Welcome to the PDX Pet Connection Podcast. If you are a Portland pet parent, then you have come to the right place. This podcast connects you to Portland-based pet businesses, services, and nonprofits. You get to hear their story and what they're doing in the Portland pet community. If you love this podcast and want to connect to other pet parents in the Portland area, head on over to our Facebook group and join in on the fun. And now, your host, dog photographer, donut connoisseur, whiskey lover, and Sherlock fan, Kim Hoshel. Welcome to the PDX Pet Connection Podcast. On today's episode, I have Janice Sandlin of Surf's Pup Doggy Lounge. Hey, Janice, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about Surf's Pup. Oh, gosh, I could talk about Surf's Pup all day. Um, Surf's Pup Doggy Lounge uh, came to fruition in um, at the end of 2018. Um, I actually started this business in San Diego. Um, hence the name Surf's Pup. The initial idea was to um, have a mobile doggy daycare that was beachside. Um, and it initially was going to be um, an actual facility, but being that brick and mortars are really challenging to come by just due to financial purposes, um, I came up with um, a mobile idea. And um, it was great. Uh, it was fun, and, you know, parking by the beaches in San Diego. No dogs are allowed on the beaches there. So I was taking care of pups and people would surf, go to dinner based on hourly rates. And then I added on um, doggy adventures. So I have this huge sprinter van that I've converted into a tiny home for dogs um, that I go around and I pick up dogs and I take them out for um, hiking adventures. Um, I, like I said, you'll have to stop me if I keep going too fast here, <laughs> but <laughs> um, COVID shut me down in San Diego in March of 2020. And um, when I reopened, because of all the, the restrictions and the financial burden, um, I moved to Portland last August um, and primarily to be near my family as well. So I'm actually fairly new to Portland, but I love it here and I have some wonderful clients and I've been hiking like a banshee with dogs all over the place. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, lots of places to take dogs here. Oh, yes. And we let them go on the beach. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many more options with my pups now. It's great. And yeah. people here love their dogs. In, in San Diego, people absolutely love their dogs. Don't get me wrong. However, what I think the difference here is, and I mean this in a very loving way because I'm the same way, I think people a lot of the times like their animals more than people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and I get it. I'm the same way. They're, we treat them like our children. So Portland's been very welcoming and we love it here. And it serves pups. Been a lot of fun here. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah. we're glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so t talk to me a little bit about, um, the different services because you have a lot of different services because you have the hiking adventures and the all-day adventures and you have the the lounge 
and taxi service and yeah, I do. I do a lot of different things, um, and it's kind of all been building on itself. Um, when I started the business, I like I said, it was going to be the mobile doggy daycare, but um, I got creative, especially with COVID, and I have this cool new mobile idea. So um, right now, my most popular, um, I call them pup ventures, um, is a two-hour hiking adventure, and that's where we go and we pick up the dogs from people's location, whether it's home or work, and take them on a two-hour hiking tour. Um, and bring them back home again. Um, the surf pup spotties are really fun too. I'm not a groomer. A lot of people mistake me for a groomer because the sprinter van is so big and huge. And that's right. I know what groomers use. Um, but I, I developed surf pup spot a to kind of augment the idea of having a groomer, but not really having a groomer. And so what I do with those, are I pick up pups and I take them to local pet salons for baths and nail trims. I primarily go to Shampooch um, in Happy Valley. Um, Elizabeth is wonderful and it's a fun way to really meet other businesses and also promote other businesses with mm-hmm. the, with the spa days. Um, we do all day adventures where we go for five, six hours adventures. Um, we do, are doing those once a week and um, the pet taxi service hasn't really taken off as much. And then uh, there's another one that I'm coming up with, a doggy foodie tour, which is going to be a kind of a specialty tour where the senior dogs or dogs that can't hike for whatever reason, if they're injured, we'll take them to a fun little urban Portland area and let them walk around, get treats and pets. And again, just meet small business owners, especially coming back from COVID. So a fun way to network and really just promote other small businesses in the area and the dogs get love of hugs and treats. So. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so down, that- so downtown would be a great place for you to come. <laughs> yes, except the parking down there is a little challenging with the ginormous doggy lounge. Yes, for sure. Um, so now with the with the salon, can people uh, request like a specific salon, or do you just have it that you take them to Shampooch most often? I mean, if someone has a specific salon, then I absolutely would. Um, if I guess it'd be a little different if somebody wanted their dog groomed by their own groomer, um, I would certainly pick up and drop off, but that would be more of the pet taxi service than the mm-hmm. actual spa day. Cause the spa day is when I pick up, um, I take him to one of the self-service doggy wash pet salons and I do the baths. Um, and then the, I, the nail trim is done by the staff there. So, um, it kind of depends on what they want. I mean, if I can, uh, fulfill the customer's request on where they want to go, then I absolutely will. And on the hikes, do you, do you, um, let the people know where you're going to be hiking in advance or do they, can they make requests or, cause I know it said you took what three dogs at a time was your maximum for a pack. Yeah. Well, if it's just me, cause all of our adventures are on leash. I don't do any off leash adventures right now. Um, so primarily we go, um, to some of the local places, Powell Butte, um, Forest Park, Triumph State Park, Mary S. Young, um, and some of the other places. And if someone has a request, like I said, we certainly can go there, but a lot of it's really where we pick up. Mm-hmm. So most of my clients are in the Southeast area. So we go to Powell Butte quite a bit. Um, and it's great. It's open. Um, I like to take all the dogs I meet the first time I take them out there. Cause it's, there's tons of space. I can really get to know the pup. They can get to know me. I try and make the first pup venture like doggy Disneyland for them. So nice. <laughs> lots, lots of treats, <laughs> lots of fun. So the next time they just get super excited when they see the doggy lounge pull up at their house to pick them up. 
Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Because once they associate that with good times, then they're all about it. Yeah. It's awesome. I have some clients that will send me videos of their dogs waiting by the front window <laughs> and you'll see, you'll see them get really excited and then you'll see the doggy lounge and it's, it's all logoed up with like fun dog stuff. My, it, on my own two dogs actually are the logo, but they get so excited. And then I have one, um, Clover. She's, uh, she's a, a rescue pit bull mix. I call her the pit bullet because she just comes charging out of the house and <laughs> into the doggy lounge every time I pick her up. She's fantastic. It's oh, a lot that's awesome. Yeah. So like, what, what does the intake look like when you get a new client? So um, all new pups have to submit up-to-date vaccination records um, simply because they are going to be mixed in with other pups. Um, and then we use an online scheduling platform called Time to Pet. Um, that we just get them registered in so I can have all the dog's information and owner information and contact info. Um, and then the first pet venture is always with me, the owner, um, and it's just me and the dog. So I can get to know the pup, pup can get to know me, doggy Disneyland can happen. And um, then I can kind of get an idea of the dog's temperament and then fit them in with other pups. Mm-hmm. Um, because we do have such small packs. Um, I have two employees, um, and a lot of the times I'll book pup ventures um, similar times so we can kind of walk dogs together but still have our own pup ventures. But it's still nice to know, you know, which dog's going to mesh with which dog and which dogs aren't. And in the COVID era right now, I would say 90% of my clients are puppies. So yeah, it's, it's, it's great. They have so much energy, but they have so much energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all over the place. So, um, so I, I like to kind of, you know, try it out. And then my own two dogs will join me quite a bit too, especially if I'm trying to figure out if a dog will work with different kinds of dog personalities. It just gives me more of an idea. So, right. um, but then once we have that figured out, it's fun to pair them up. We've seen some really fun budding best friendships happen in the doggy lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple, I have two pit bull puppies, Clover and Josie, um, that book every Tuesday together. And so I've nicknamed Tuesday, my pity Tuesdays. Oh, nice. It's it's so fun. Yeah. It's really fun. So, um, and it's changing. I mean, it's a new business. I'm really only in my second year. So, um, I feel like it's always changing and my two employees are fantastic. They're really, I don't even like calling them employees. They're my team members. They really have a lot of input and how we do things and lots of recommendations. So, um, you know, we talk every week, so new stuff is happening all the time. It's super fun and exciting. Well, it's nice. Cause you can, you know, ha- having your own business, you can grow it any way you want. Yeah. And totally. as you see a need, you can kind of adjust and, and move along, which, you know, a lot of us have adjusted during COVID cause I started, I had my dog bandana business turned into a face mask making business <laughs> suddenly, you know, I hear you. So COVID kind of made us all shift a little bit, but yeah, but that's, that's the, that's key to being successful in this is you have to be able to adapt. And if you can, you'll survive. Yeah, for sure. So is there like a service that you like best? I mean, I like all of them. (laughs) The pup ventures are kind of the classic because you get to get out and hike with dogs. But then the spa days are fun because I love giving dogs baths. I don't know why. I think it's it's gratifying to watch the dirt come off. And I get to go into shampoo and see some friends. So, I mean, I know I enjoy all of it. And I I love all of my dogs so much. It's just, it's all fun. I I wake up sometimes and I'm like, oh, I have this busy day that I remember like, oh, but... I'm working with dogs all day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
So it's, it's really fun. And I've got a little retail side of surf pup too. We do some doggy apparel and stuff. So that's fun. A lot of the clients will always have our hoodies on or jackets or something. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) Perfect. You know, they're little walking billboards, you know? (laughs) Yep. Yep. The whole business is based off my two dogs, Mr. T and Lily. They're both rescue pity mixes. I I love pit bulls. I'm a big advocate for the breed. Um, I, they're, my fave. I love all dogs, but I have an affinity for the pity mixes. Um, and so, and, the, and so all of the logo is those guys. I have little doggy trucker hats, hoodies, jackets. I mean, it, everything is surf's pup. If I could poop surf's pup, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. So now what have you found that's challenging? Um... You know, dogs are dogs. Dogs are a lot like, well, I don't want to say they're a lot like people, but they are. Um, I've had a couple where I thought that would do well together and we get out and they're not really loving being together. Um, It just makes for a little bit more of a challenge keeping them separate. But that's one of the reasons why I do everything on leash. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely can separate if I need to. Um, That hasn't happened very often. Um, And like we just alluded to, COVID just having to adapt getting something figured out. And then the next week it's not going to work because something changed. So I think that's probably been the biggest challenge in all of this. And I I already feel like I'm making this up as I go because uh, my, my previous career was in medicine and then throw a global pandemic on and I'm really making this up as I go. So that's been, you know, the ups and downs, but that's just part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. So what made you leave medicine to open a dog business? Oh, man. Um, I was a physician assistant for 10 years in emergency medicine, critical care, and trauma. And in hindsight, I hated it pretty much the whole time. However, it, it took me a long time to figure out that I was truly unhappy. And towards the end of my career, um, I was just miserable. And I, I was in a job that I should have really enjoyed working with surgeons that I enjoyed. And I was just absolutely miserable. Um, and it, it was an advanced trauma life support class at the end of 2018, where I was struggling trying to pass the test and I just didn't care. And the instructor pulled me aside and she asked me, she's like, are you at the end of your medical career? I was like, yep, I am. I absolutely am. So I was just really, really burnt out. Um, I wasn't happy. So I sat with myself for about three weeks, um, at the end of that year and just figured out what made me happy. And it was dogs and being outside. So how do I build a business that is all about dogs and being outside and then using my skills that I've developed over the years to help people. Mm -hmm. So our mission statement is, you know, we help other people by helping take care of their pets. So our goal is to really, you know, let us help you take care of your pet by providing this safe, fun adventure for them. And it can give you, the human, a little bit of time to take care of yourself, too. So, you know, my goal with Surf Stuff is not only to help the dog, but to help the human by helping the dog. Mm-hmm. But it encompasses everything I've done in my career, but my way, but doing right. it my way with dogs. <laughs> yep. Um, so it was a big work in progress trying to figure out how I was going to make it come to fruition. And it obviously still is, but, um, you know, my, my medical background and training is really kind of what sets me apart from all the other doggy adventure businesses out there. It just, it's unique. Um, I've dealt with people in all different stages of life, sickness, death, health, um, and their pets. So it just kind of gives me a little bit of a, a unique, um, outlook and perspective Mm -hmm. on, why we do what we do and how we do it. 
Yeah, for sure. And I also saw that you're doggy CPR certified, right? I am. Um, and then one of my employees is, and then um, my second one has been in the past. We just have to, we're trying to find a new service to get us all up to date again. And with COVID again, it changed everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. All but the yes. in-person stuff that you were used to doing <laughs> to get certified. Yes. Yes. But we are all, um, we are all, or will be pet CPR certified. Um, we have multiple insurance policies and bonding. That's one thing I, I, I half jokingly tell people that I'm medically minded and trained. So any, anytime I do anything, I assess the risk and make sure I have a liability insurance policy yeah. <laughs> to take yeah. care of that because you know, safety is our number one priority, but also safety for the dog, safety for humans and safety for the business. And I want, I want humans to feel comfortable leaving their dogs with this because it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. So we try and take all the precautions that we possibly can. Yeah. And it's nice to think that nothing would happen, but we all know yeah. that life happens and you don't yeah. want to be unprepared for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we do our best to mitigate any risk that could come our way, but yeah, you know, life happens. So hopefully we're prepared for it if and when it does. Yeah, for sure. So now, um, do you send any sort of like communication back to the parents when you have the dog um, in your custody? Oh, yes. They get so many text messages from me and they probably get, actually I haven't had anyone complain. So the first, the first pup venture is really fun because they definitely send a ton of pictures. Um, you know, they're in the doggy lounge. A lot of the time the pup's a little nervous because they just got taken away from their owner in a kind of crazy van. Not all of them, but some of them. So I send lots of pictures uh, throughout the pup ventures. My team members do too. And then um, on the wall inside the doggy lounge is mini Polaroid pictures of all of our pups. Oh, cute. So they get the, they get on the, the doggy lounge wall. So it's I, my goal is to fill up the whole doggy lounge. Um, we're about a quarter of the way there. So, um, and then I send out an email once a week. And then on Facebook, we have daily um, uh, photo albums that people can log in and see their pups in action. So we try and take as many pictures as we can. But with all these puppies, it's not always easy. Yeah. (laughs) They don't like to stand still very much. No. (laughs) (laughs) And then with leashes, they're wrapped up around your ankles. And Mm -hmm. it's been some pretty funny predicaments. But um, I try and let all of our clients know that. They're, they can text, call, email, message whenever they, they want. We'll get back to them as you know, quick as we can. And we try and communicate as much as we can too. Because I get it. I mean, my dogs are my whole world. Mm-hmm. So I understand that you want to be at ease when they're not in your possession. Yeah, exactly. So now I saw on the doggy lounge that you can actually hire the doggy lounge for an event to watch the dogs. Yes. So again, this is kind of pre-COVID surf's pup um, <laughs> protocol. The whole, again, it started out as a mobile doggy daycare and then all the other services fell into place. But my idea was that if you wanted to have this day with your dog um, and it included all these fun things, but there was a small chunk of time that you couldn't have them. Say if you were going to a movie or going to a restaurant where you couldn't bring them or something, you can call me, the doggy lodge will come to where you are and they hang out based on hourly rates and we'll watch your pup for you. Or if you have an event where you want to have a dog, say if you have a wedding and your dog is going to be walking down the aisle, but you want a safe kind of fun, posh place for them to hang out that's not in a crate during the event, you can book the doggy lounge. Um, Again, that was all kind of pre-COVID. It's still definitely out there and a possibility. Um, but I am starting to look into getting a doggy lounge number two because the dog, this doggy lounge is getting pretty booked. 
Um, so if we were to start doing events again, which I would love and would be awesome if we could get there again soon, then um, we'll have uh, Doggy Lounge number two. In action. Oh, that'd be that'd be amazing. I know. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. So it's really just kind of kind of see um, how things are, you know, post COVID. It's just hard to predict. Um, mm-hmm. But we, like we said, we're adapting. We're adapting to what people need, what their requests are. Um, if I can make something happen, I absolutely will. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great service because there's oftentimes it's like you don't need you don't need a full time babysitter, you know, to like co- go to your house for hours on end. But you just you're like, I just want to go eat dinner. Just yeah. for an hour. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want the dog to be too far away and I don't want to leave them home, but I just, you know, want them taken care of properly. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an alternative to uh, doggy daycare or in-home pet sitting. It's just another option. Mm-hmm. Um, and with so many pets that have been adopted recently, um, it's good to have all different kinds of options because we all have different needs. Again, yeah. it's, you know, catering to the pup needs and the human needs. So yeah, for how sure. Can, how can we help? Yeah. And with COVID, I know it's been interesting because all the socializing that they either they didn't get to do because they were a puppy or they were used to doing and didn't, you know, continue as a dog. It's it's interesting to see how their personalities have changed with COVID because they've they're they're living a different world, too. So totally, totally. It's affected dogs. I, I don't I, I can't say just as much as humans, but. I have my older guy, Mr. T, he's such a social butterfly. He used to go everywhere with me. We, in San Diego, he was famous in the little beach town we lived in. Um, and I can tell he really misses that, a lot of that social time. Lily is my newer rescue. I've had her for a couple of years. Um, she's a little bit on the shyer reserve side. She's happy as long as I'm within feet of her. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's all she needs is her mother. <laughs> Now, have you found that she's gotten worse about that during COVID with you being home a little more or has she, have you been out getting out enough that it's not bothering her so much? It's hard to say with her because I rescued her right before I retired from medicine and then opened Surf's Pup. So she's been constantly, her life has changed consistently from the day I brought her home. So I don't think she really knows what's, what's what. Uh, And, um, it, it took a long time to get her comfortable at home. And actually just in the last um, couple months, she's now able to like hang out on the couch with Mr. T outside of her crate. So um, I, I don't think it's affected her that much, but like I said, it's hard to say because there's been so much that has happened in lieu of COVID. Right. Um, so she's definitely happier now. They both are than when I was a physician assistant. That's for sure. Oh, I family is. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it was good for everybody's mental health. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Mr. T's probably not feeling the pressure to make mom feel good when she gets home. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a very spoiled young man. They're both very spoiled animals, as they should be. Yeah, of course. So now, do you plan on like doing, I know it's kind of hard to imagine with COVID going on, but do you plan on doing like events or anything like that or partnering with other businesses to do events? I would love to. I would love to. I will be at the Happy Valley Farmer's Market uh, every Saturday um, starting April 24th. Um, I do have a whole retail side that's a lot of fun with Surf's Pup. Um, We do... Like I mentioned, doggy hoodies, doggy raincoats. Um, I've partnered with Healthy Roots Paws. It's a local cannabis company. I do CBD for dogs, and I sell the human CBD as well of theirs. 
um, dog trucker hats, t-shirts, and I'm going to have a couple human things this year too. I I'm toying with the idea of adding some shirts and sweatshirts on for humans. Um, uh, and then outside of that, I, I love to do events. I think it's a great way to network and to meet people and meet new friends. And we're still so new here. We got here in August. When I say we, I mean me and my dogs. Right. Um, <laughs> so I've met some wonderful people, but I still feel like I haven't even been out there hardly at all just because, you know, you get here and you have to isolate. And mm-hmm. um, so it's, I, I think events would be wonderful if they pop up, sign us up. I would love to be there. Well, I will, I will let you know of any events that I hear going on for sure. Perfect. Sounds wonderful. So is there anything else that you would like the listeners to know before we go? Um, we're still accepting new clients. Um, you can check out our website at um, www.pupslounge.com and we go all over Portland. Um, like I said, we're primarily in the Southeast area, but I have clients in Beaverton, Northeast, Oregon City. Um, my team members are um, spread out throughout the area too. So we're, uh, we're out there and we'd love to take your pup out. Awesome. Well, as always, I will share all the social links and website information in the notes. Well, thank you, Janice, for coming on and letting us hear more about Surf's Pup. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. seeing cute photos of pets and connecting with other pet parents and businesses in Portland, let's continue the conversation in our Facebook group. I would love to hear about your pets, answer your questions, and get suggestions for what you want to hear on the podcast. I'll see you in the PDX Pet Connection Facebook group.